take the screen and try to shake as much of the loose dirt out of it as I can. Was something, but it's probably nothing. It's a rock. As part of the Northwest Cultural Resources Institute, every year we partner with Portland State University and Washington State University Vancouver campus, and we have an archaeological field school. And, and this year is very special. We've got one uh, out in the village, the Hudson's Bay Company Village. It was a multicultural village with people from all over the world and many of the people that lived out there didn't leave a written record. So this archaeology is recovering that history through finding the objects that those people left behind. excavating a house floor and you can see this compacted dirt right here is kind of intact. People have been walking on it for a long time and we knew that once we got to the house floor that there would be a lot more artifacts. Okay, this is a bandware. This is a nail and this is some sort of glass probably for a bottle. Maybe a wine well. Vessel glass is the proper name. Park has started to restore some of that cultural landscape associated with the village, reconstructing some of the houses, uh, restoring some of the fence lines. Our archaeological excavations are partly designed to help make a better restoration of that, that landscape that was there, you know, 170 years ago. There were only about 30 people that lived inside the fort, and they were the gentlemen, John McLaughlin, uh, the chief factor, and his uh, surgeon, and his clerks, and kind of the elite of the company. But really the heart of the community was out in the village. It was actually the largest colonial uh, uh, place in the Pacific Northwest. It dwarfed San Francisco at the time, which was called Yerba Buena, and was about the same size as Sitka, Alaska. So this was really the colonial capital of the Pacific Northwest uh, in the 1820s, 30s, and 40s. But at this site, the world changed and suddenly the fruits of the Industrial Revolution started flooding in and things changed. And I think recovering that story and telling that story is really important to see where we're at both in terms of using our, our resources that we have, but also improving the life that we've built. This is really an archeological laboratory. It's a fantastic place to train students in both the history and the techniques of field archeology, span but it's also a way that you can interact with the public. A lot of archeology span is done anonymously, but at National Park Service sites like this, we encourage the students and the staff to talk to the public, to explain to them why we're doing this, why archaeology is important, and why it's important to preserve and protect these very sensitive and very important archaeological and historical resources.